Hey friends, this is Randy from the Waystation Podcast. We have a very special episode of the podcast today where we are going to have a conversation with William, myself, and his daughter Frances, who recently returned from her mission in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, I'm doing a preamble because I want to let you know that when recording with the three microphones, for some reason, one of the microphones had a had a technical difficulty and didn't work for the first 10 and a half minutes of the podcast. So you have two options. You can listen with the volume turned up and hear uh, my voice quietly as you hear everybody else's voice at full uh, loudness. Or if you don't want to deal with that hassle, you can fast forward to about 10 and a half minutes in and everybody's mic seems to be working at that point. So Thanks for joining us. Can't wait to uh, share this episode with you. It's great. It's great to hear from William and William's kin. And um, we talk about all the, uh, all the things you might want to know from somebody who's been living abroad uh, outside of the safe and delightful confines of the People's Republic of California. So hope you enjoy the show. Uh, sorry for the inconvenience. We'll get it tidied up next time. Have a good day. Bye. Okay, I think that's uh, three of us. Hey, friends, this is Randy from the Waystation Podcast. And I'm William. And we have a very special guest today. Very special. Joining <laughs> us uh, with at least a third of her voice intact. Um, William, you want to introduce our guest? Yes. This is uh, my daughter, Frances Jane Everett. Oh, wow, my full name. Yes, so everyone will know. She's my oldest daughter, and she uh, just returned from being a missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in Tennessee, Nashville, or Nashville, Tennessee. I guess we just kind of flip it around sometimes, but... Isn't that funny? All the missions uh, are actually said with the state first. Impressed I am. Yes. (laughs) Speak backwards, you Speak backwards, I must. Uh, Yoda. (laughs) It's all oh, it's all harkening back to President Kimball, who was the uh, inspiration for Yoda. That's right. It's <laughs> total, uh, total folklore, but we'll take it. Um, <laughs> all right. So, so uh, Madeline's back. Sorry, that's not no, right. Madeline oh, is not there. back. She hasn't <laughs> even left. Francis here. is back. Right. <laughs> um, Francis is back. And uh, it has been an exciting couple of weeks. I haven't seen William disappear like this. So like, so Francis got back and William's just gone. Yeah, He's vanished. Like off the page. And people are texting me. They're like, hey, man, when's the next podcast? I'm pretty upset. Yep. So I think my, like some of our listeners have made it a regular routine because we're, we're kind of a weekly podcast now. Yeah. But for the last three weeks, we are a once every three weeks podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and part of that's because of I was traveling and part of that's because William is just gone. Where you been, William? What have you been doing? I disappeared. She came home on a Wednesday and then I've been gone since then. Pretty much everybody's like, where are you at yeah. work? I'm not here. Got himself some flip-flops, some suntan lotion. <laughs> yep. We're going to the a beach next week. Gas, <laughs> a, rich guy. And, uh, a full tank of... And where did you guys go? What have you guys been doing? Well, it was actually a full tank of electricity. Mm. Yes. Oh, we're French. Where did we go? We started out picking, uh, uh, picking her up at LAX, which was a fiasco, but a success. Yeah. I actually don't hate LAX except for getting to LAX. Once I'm there, I'm like, it's okay. Okay, so I love LAX. And in fact, <laughs> we got to choose which airport. Did you know we got to choose? Yeah. Okay. So we got to choose which airport she go, went into. And my wife, who grew up in Burbank, loves Burbank Airport. 
but it's a terrible place to pick a missionary up because it's like you're outdoors and like the carousels like outdoors it's like <laughs> it basically like hey this is an I airport i believe that you chose to give yourself three more travel hours just so you could have a cool pickup <laughs> i was even a little bit more than that but the part do you know what put me I over the edge i would i would send an uber to my kid <laughs> if i meant that i could go to break <laughs> what put me over the edge was actually the parking for the two hours of parking that we're going to have was 50 bucks yeah yeah, it Holy was. cow. Yeah, it was. $50. And that's if you booked it ahead of time. Yeah. So then I felt bad because there had some people like actually came in town. Uh, and I felt bad that they spent all that gas coming. So I actually spent $100 so that we could have two cars parked. <laughs> <laughs> that's a perfectly LA experience. Like, it really perfectly. Is. I mean, I guess at some point you should have had to pay a fine to somebody <laughs> for it to be truly LA. All right. We haven't heard enough. By the me. way, I did get a fine the other day talking to Francis on the phone from the mission. Oh, it was, I got a ticket because I was holding, it's a, you know, she calls in video call Oh. and she was on the phone with, the, and I said, I got to go. What happened? I got pulled over. Someone saw you talking to the phone. The cop did. Well, you, while your car was driving. While my car was driving. <laughs> wow. So I told him, well, I wasn't driving. He goes, that's not in the law. <laughs> that's not in the I actually got a ticket for that in LA way back. Now, I wasn't doing a FaceTime call, but I was trying to check my GPS. And there's like, they just had just passed the law in California. I don't actually even know what the law is in California. It's like, don't hold your phone. You cannot have your phone in your hand. In your hand. Period. Yeah. So I was kind of trying to check the GPS to see where we we're going, and we weren't even from in LA at the time. And like motorcycle, it was actually super intense. It felt a little bit like Terminator Two. This <laughs> motorcycle cop drives up right next to my window, looks down, points at me, and points to the side. <laughs> <of my window. laughs> I seriously thought it was like that cop in Terminator Two that was going to murder me. Yes. And, uh, and he gave me a, With a super expensive ticket. It was like three hundred dollars or something crazy. Yeah, the oh, ticket's like one. If I don't challenge it, it's like one sixty-five. If I do challenge, it's like two sixty-five. Oh no, if I if I uh, do traffic school, it's like two sixty-five. But the cop kind of told me like you should go to travel. He's like you should go to court, and I'm like what? And he's like yeah. I mean, tell the judge that your car was driving. He goes by the way, I don't know your car was driving. So hey, Tesla. That's hilarious. No, Tesla, you got it. And everybody else is coming out with these self-driving car stuff. You got to have a system. Am I to believe that the courts are going to be sympathetic? It seems like it should be. Maybe he has a Tesla and he's like, yeah, that makes sense to me. He's like, I've seen it. It works. Well, if the cop doesn't show up. We're still bearing the lead. What have you been doing, Francis and William? What have you been doing since your triumphant return at least a month and a half ago? Sorry, I'm kidding. A month and a half, two months ago. <laughs> a week and three days. A week and three days ago. What have you yeah. been doing? We had a lot of family in town. Right. <laughs> a lot. Great. So that was that was fun. Hanging out with them. Are, are there a lot of? Uh, have there been a lot of missionaries in the Everett clan, the extended Everett clan? There are a lot of missionaries serving right now. Okay. Um, you, but I. Yeah, well, I had a, a cousin, she went on a mission, okay. but then she had to come on early because of COVID, so then... Okay. Uh, she didn't get COVID, but there was, like, yeah, was missions like, canceled. She was in Peru. Right. Yeah, she was in Peru, and so, um, and then, like, I went during COVID, so I'm, like, the first one of, like, the Everts to, like, go on a mission, oh, okay. and then, like, come back. Well, I mean, she, so that's she what did the, the same, family but... Because I gotta tell you, your cousins way down the line, they're not gonna have a lot of family there. Yeah. <laughs> I know yeah. this, because... Yeah, 
my family listened, and they were super supportive of when Josh came home from his mission. I love you, family. So good job. But I'm not expecting a giant crowd for when Lucas comes home. Because, <laughs> yeah. Like, he's number 32 or something like that. Like, Holy cow. missionaries to go visit. You know what I mean? So. Well, and the good news is, is that you can kind of broadcast. So I, we, yeah. we just yeah, had my sister came. Yeah, it was cool. We had the Zoom broadcast. It was pretty cool. And uh, that was fun. We had a lot of people in the house. How many people we have? A my lot. sister and her three kids. So that was five. And then um, plus R five, that's ten. And then we and had then a niece with her daughter and her, da- so that's thirteen. And then my your other uncle and your other nephew, he they showed up, so that's fifteen plus grandpa, that's sixteen. Is that it? Yeah. Oh no, grandpa. Autumn. Uh, another three, so that's sixteen plus three is nineteen. We had almost twenty people in the house. Yeah, it was insane. Like visiting or staying? No, in like staying. In staying the house. in the house. Oh, <laughs> check it out. Yeah, it was, it was. Sounds like a big house. Did you have to have in the servants' quarters with yeah. them or were they in the main house? They were in the west wing. Because <laughs> the east wing is just for the residents. Yeah. All right. Good times. So, uh, good times. And are they still there? Are they, are they, they out? No. So, you have a lot of family. Did you guys go anywhere? Have mm-hmm. you gone to the beach? Have you, I mean, I don't know. What, okay. Question one. What yes. What is the big, I'm back in California, <laughs> do these three things list? Um, well, we went to the beach. Nice. Of As course, classic. What was the yeah. first thing? She wanted something, like, she gets off oh, the plane. Oh, In-N-Out. They do not have In-N-Out in Tennessee. No. And it was actually the saddest thing ever. Yeah. I was really sad. Because yeah. I, I, I'm a stereotypic, stereotypical California girl, so yeah. I love In-N-Out. Tell me your preferred In-N-Out burger. Like, just like a plain, like, I don't really like their lettuce or tomato, so just like a plain burger with cheese, uh, sauce, and, like, Maybe onions if I'm feeling fancy. Okay, if you don't know in and out, the though? sauce is called spread. What kind of, what spread. kind of onion? Uh, either one, actually. Either fresh or grilled? Yes, okay. sir. All right. Yeah. So I have a commentary. And then okay. It's freaking, it's freaking me out. You know how, like, in zombie movies, there's always a thing at the beginning of the movie that everyone thinks is not really a big deal. Right. But that ends up being the thing that brings the zombie apocalypse. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think the fact that everybody under the age of 25 hates... Tomatoes and lettuce is, is, is a bad it, thing. Is the zombie apocalypse. Like maybe it maybe all this time it was tomatoes that is protecting us from the zombie apocalypse. But soon she's gonna come for you and it's not gonna be pretty. William, I have all this sa- my, my computer's like <laughs> playing music. I'm trying to cut it out. Stuff. Like what is going on? So uh, my kids all hate tomatoes, all hate lettuce. So yeah, well it makes the burger soggy. They get their double double and they, they reach into their sandwich, they hand me this really nice tomato, and they're like, Dad, do you want my tomato? I'm like, sure. <laughs> that happens literally every time. I don't actually even really want their tomato, but it feels like it feels like you that have tomato to gave its life. <laughs> 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 For my kids, it's my responsibility to eat it. <laughs> you know I mean? And that's that represents a good chunk of the cost of that burger too. Yeah. So it doesn't go out, down when you get rid of your con. Did you guys like on the way home in and out, or did you like, after, wait. after a minute? It was no, here when yeah. we arrived. Yeah. Oh, nice. We had a friend pick it up. All right, in and out. So number one was in and out. What's the next thing? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to sleep, but I don't think I've slept, honestly, in a, in a week and a half. <laughs> okay. It's been a crazy couple, nice. a year, a week and a half, yeah. No sleep. Yeah. So in and out, sleep. So if you can't go to a sleep coma with in and out, I don't even know. So what, what else? What's next? <laughs> Disneyland. Disneyland. Did you guys do Disneyland? Yes. <laughs> Three days. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the reservations, like you know, the reservation system that they have, 
it's so nightmarish. <laughs> so we uh, we had uh, I got we knew she was coming home. Yeah. And Madeline wanted to go to Disneyland for her birthday, and Fierce wanted to go for his birthday. So all in one year, we were going to be going to Disneyland for at least like five days. Okay. And it's like a three-day payback if you get the Southern California pass, which is the lowest of the passes, the annual passes. Three. Oh, okay. It's so like if you go three days, three, three and a half days, basically three days, right? Yeah. You, it's, it pays for itself. So we're like, oh, we'll just get passes. Well, there's a thing. You can only reserve two times on your pass. So that means if you want to go for three days in a row, you can't reserve three days in a row. You can only reserve two days in a row. I see. And it's terrible. I thought you didn't want it in a row. I thought you wanted it spread out over the year for birthdays. Confused. No, okay. So, well, that's you're confused. That's interesting because oh, the oh, reservation oh, oh. system is very confusing. <laughs> very confusing. Okay, you can't just go to Disneyland and get a ticket and walk in. I see. You have to buy a ticket. Yeah. And reserve a day. Yeah. So, if you have a pass, you would think, oh, I can go in every day. No, you cannot. You have to reserve the days you want to come in, right? But you're only allowed to reserve. Two days at a time. So you're only allowed to hold two reservations. So let's say Randy's coming into town and it's going to be the, I don't know, August 7th. Yeah. And so, oh, I got to make sure I reserve August 7th. But then Francis is coming back from school or a mission and she wants to go on June 1st. So I want to go June 1st. Well, that's two days. I just realized that if I tuned out, it means our listeners have tuned out. <laughs> so I guess... I accept the premise that it's confusing, and I respectfully change the subject. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. Thank Best you, Best part of Disneyland. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Let's Best part, it. Disneyland. So we wanted to go three days, only reserved two days, and we, my wife calls it the bubble. So I had to work the bubble to get the third day. Well done. And that's the best part of Disneyland. <laughs> the best part of Disneyland is the bubble. Best no. part for you. Best part of Disneyland. I just like, honestly, like just being there, like the experience. Like I'm a big music person, so I like to like listen to the music. Okay. And like they're very good at it. Like each like, you know, little park that they have has different like music and stuff. So just the experience. Yeah. My favorite ride is Pirates, but it was close. So, oh, yeah. so musically, uh, the pirate crooner guys that stand outside and do like pirate yeah. songs, those guys are fun. <laughs> those are fun. Yeah, they, they weren't there either. They, they were there. No. I guess if, if, if pirates Arr, is, we're closed. <laughs> <laughs> if pirates are gone. If do the, you think they're closed like out of homage to Johnny Depp? They're going to wait to see how this whole thing well, shakes out? <laughs> no, because we were just sitting there. We were eating like food. You weren't there. It would be perfectly me. Disney for them to convert that into the Amber Heard ride. That would be, <laughs> so, that'd be awesome. <laughs> no, Final but, nail in the coffin of yeah. that CEO. <laughs> they like put her on the winch that chases the guy around the circle with the, with the pots and pans. They don't that'd call it the awesome. winch anymore. <laughs> well, I do. I've been watching the trial. Um, <laughs> right, no, but we've been, me, my mom, and Fierce, we were all like sitting there, and all of a sudden, um, What's his name? Not Johnny Depp. Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. He just comes and like walks up, and I was like, oh. At first, I thought it was like just some random guy that was doing it, but apparently he was like with the park or something. But like, <laughs> I was like, I, I I questioned it because I heard about like the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Amber Heard. Is yeah. That her name? Yeah. I heard about that trial, so I was confused as to why he was out there. But I guess it was just an impersonator just impersonator yeah yeah they actually they have to be careful about the, they don't let ac other non-employee impersonators go to the park you can't dress up and go to the park yeah because 
then you could have creepers running around talking to kids. <laughs> yeah. And they wouldn't know. So they're like, yeah, no, you got to dress regular. I had no idea that that's true because I, I, yeah. I, they, they got, I mean, they let people go like, you know, like your, your six year old girls that wear a princess outfit, like they let certain things go. But if you went in full cosplay as one of the characters, they'd be like, nope, hard pass, buddy. Go that change. That makes sense. Yeah. Because you, otherwise, you'd just have like, you know, Cosplay guys showing up, standing in front of Pirates of the Caribbean. By the way, hey, is it, this is a commentary about something. You, you know, she couldn't figure out what the character name was. She knew it was Johnny Depp. How powerful is that? Oh, the Johnny Depp brand persists. Yeah. All right. I mean, because basically, I think people would probably know he's na his name before they know. But his we're only too deep now. So we're at In and Out Burger, not sleeping, Disneyland. You have one more. Oh, you went to the beach. Beach. Yeah. Yeah. What? Do you have a preferred beach? No. Well, no. I, growing up, I did not like the beach. It wasn't until, like, right before I left on my mission where I was like, oh, like, we came, me and the beach came to agreement. We were like, okay. As long we as. We like each other now. <laughs> I can't understand. Yeah. Well, I, that gives me hope because I've got a couple of sons who are like, I get too sandy. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. It's like it's the greatest free place ever. Yeah. Speaking of free, I, I, I now have a new preferred beach. So I've, I've always yeah. been going to Ventura because. Just going over the 405 into Santa Monica, the hassle. You got to pay for parking, all that crazy stuff, right? right. Yeah. But but Ventura is literally double as far. It's like an hour to Ventura, or it's a half an hour to Santa Monica with paid parking and hassle. So wait uh, a minute, when do you go to Santa Monica? Is a half well, hour. A, that's the thing. If you go on a Saturday or Sunday, a half hour. When's the last time you were at the beach? A couple Sundays ago. And you got in a half hour. I want to get to the good part. Sorry. <laughs> the good part is. <laughs> It's about the Disney app. Okay, so no, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I found this. I found this amazing thing, which is at Santa Monica, like all the beaches are like eighteen dollars parking, eight dollars parking, ten dollars parking. Yeah. Expensive, 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 and right next to the expensive one, on a southernmost tip of Santa Monica, there's two dollars for two hours. I'm like, what? And and there's always space. I don't know what the deal is. It, it's right next to the eight or ten dollar one. And, it, and it's not like, I mean, it says short-term parking on a sign, but I'm going to Santa Monica all the time now because before I was like parking the city at the, at the, is it actually at the Santa Monica office. or is it Ventura or, or is it, uh, it's North Venice. Of, it's North of Venice. It's not like, I'm not seeing Venice. It's true. It's truly Santa Monica, but it's a, it's a, I don't know, half to three quarters of a mile south of the pier. Huh? So you just have to get close to the coast, keep driving until you see a short-term parking sign cut in. And it's like. And literally, there's an island that separates the two parking lots. So it's like that guy paid eight dollars. I'm paying two. Is there like <laughs> you know a homeless exciting. encampment there? What's there's the no deal? homeless encampment. There is a restaurant, Roddy's something. There's like a restaurant there, um, but and but there's also and there's also like two um, solar powered like meters. So you don't have to wait for anybody. You have to go through a checkpoint, Charlie. You just park, give the put the number in the machine, swipe your card. Two dollars. Two bucks. Two wow. Two bucks. Plus, uh, plus as much as I say purport to like the beach. Two hours is plenty for me. Like, like oh, yeah. you know, two hours is fine. I still can't believe you made it in a half hour. <laughs> William's high centered on this. I don't know what to say. Uh, I have high centered. I can't even get off the designed by the good people at Disney. They got me. They got me to. I'm impressed. An hour. All right. So you must have gone now. We're flip the script. If I'm going to uh, Tennessee, comma Nashville or Nashville, mm. Tennessee, top three things I got to do when I go there. Mm. I mean, it's well. Okay. Yeah. Nashville is definitely like a music. I mean, it it's nicknamed like music city. Yeah. And so I personally, I would go. Well, I mean, it depends. There's a lot of 
downtown, there's, like, a lot of cool places. There's, like, this street that's called Broadway. Okay. And it's just, like, um, it's literally, like, just a street, like, a couple blocks long, not very long. Yeah. But there's, like, bars. <laughs> yeah. All along the side of it. And, like, just, like, their windows are open and there's, like, live music everywhere. Wow. So, it's, it's incredible. It's so that's fun. That's very cool. So, I would definitely recommend going there. Maybe it's... There's a lot of drunk people there because it's all bars. But sure, but if you want live music and you don't yeah. drink, you find yourself a Coca-Cola and have a seat. Yeah. And drunk people are funny. They are funny. I see. They just run into stuff and like human, it's human debris like falling all <laughs> over. <the place. laughs> all right. So music because it's Nashville. Yeah. So that's the uh, thing one. Thing two. Um, there's there's a really cool park. And, the, like, in this park, it's called Centennial Park. Okay. In this park, in the middle of it, there's, like, a replica of, I forget if it's, Parthenon. like. Parthenon. Yeah, the Parthenon. I forget Whoa. if it's, like, Roman or Greek. I think it's Greek. I'm pretty uh, sure. I, I don't know if I can keep making the noise. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Roman. Parthenon, you say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Personally, I don't think it's worth it to go inside. We went in one time. Oh, does it cost money to go inside? I'm yeah, it's, like, 10 bucks, but it's, like, not worth They have, What's like. What's in there? A mini. They have, like, a mini, like. Um, a, like art thing. What's it called? Museum. They, ha- art they have museum? like okay. regular art that they shrank down and put it. It's <laughs> <a laughs> still art. better than than. There's this one city, Norton, Kansas, where they have a three-legged donkey exhibit and uh, the world's biggest groundhog. I think I think <laughs> what? whatever that is sounds better than the Norton, Kansas. A three-legged <laughs> donkey. <laughs> yes. Or Carhenge. Have you heard of Carhenge? No, what? I've been to Carhenge. We'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Parthenon. Okay, what's, what's inside the Parthenon? Yeah, so they have art, and then if you go up, there's, like, stairs in there. And then there's, like, a giant statue of, like, the Greek goddess Athena. Okay. But it's, like, I don't know. It wasn't really, like, that impressive. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it looked, it's, like, like plaster. And All so right. it's, like. Sounds like as a missionary, you'd walk in there, like, I have a Ten Commandment problem with this one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, cover that, lady. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, Centennial Park, live music, the third thing. Hmm. Um, going to Hattie B's. It's a hot chicken place. Mm. It's very yummy. I'm really glad you landed on food because I was going to ask food if you didn't say it. Mm, yeah. Hattie, B's. Hattie B's. Is that a uh, fast casual, uh, fast food? What is that? Yeah, I or would sit down. say like fast casual, like you go up, order your food, and then you sit down and eat it. Yeah. Hattie B's. And it's hot chicken, you yeah. said? Hot All right. chicken. So fried chicken. Yeah. But it's spicy. Spicy, yeah. yeah. You can get it real spicy. <laughs> yeah. There's actually a place in town, Dave's Hot Chicken. Have you guys been to that yet? No, I you haven't. No, I went with someone else. Yeah, Dave's Hot Chicken. I Legit. can't eat hot chicken. Hot. I got like a, I got like a medium, and I'm like, like I still yeah. my nose is starting to run thinking about it. Like it was like it was, it was a problem. Oh, or it was yeah. one of those things too where <laughs> you think you've cleaned your hands, and then later like you rub your eye, and all of a sudden your eye is like burning. You're like, ah, oh, it's no. the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> No, that yeah. place is nuts because you can get the variety pack, and yeah. I, I got like oh, one of each, each you know, uh, each heat, heat levels. Yeah, that top one, I got like no bueno. half a bite into that thing, I freaking ignited my mouth, <laughs> <laughs> my ears, the wax is coming out of my ears. Just if you out. would you go, would you go to Nashville, Tennessee, unprovoked? Now that you've been there, would you be like, no, I'd go. Yeah, you would. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Awesome. I love it there. Oh okay. Yeah, are you thinking about going back visiting? Oh yeah. Oh. I think we're already planning, in, or my mom wants to go. Okay. <laughs> so we're planning on going maybe in October, possibly. Oh, very cool. Yeah. 
That must be interesting. So News I, to me. I served, a, I served a mission in Ecuador years ago. And at the time, Ecuador was pretty well broke. I, they're doing much better now. And it's a beautiful place. Um, but... But people are always like, "Do you want to like? Did you love it?" I'm like, "I did love it." Like, would you? Do you want to go back? And I'm like, "No, <laughs> I don't want to go back." I'm like, because it was it was a really broken down place. It was pretty. My dangerous. wife went to Bolivia, and she did, oh yeah, she has no. That was literally the only place in South America more poor than Ecuador when I was there. Yeah, Bolivia is terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's a terrible place. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> My wife's like, "No, I don't. I don't want to go back." Yeah. she would go back. She would want to go back with, ironically, my brother-in-law also served in Bolivia. So oh. she thought it would be kind of cool if we we went as my sister. A super team. Yeah, as a super team. And then it wouldn't feel so bad. But I told you about her experience when we went to um, Costa Rica. And we're in Costa Rica in like this jungle area. But it's like, you know, resort jungle area. Yeah. And she was having PTSD. I mean, it was crazy. Oh, actual PTSD. Yeah, and it was, it was really, she was having a really hard time, kind of freaking out. And she's like, I'm like, are you okay? And she goes, I think I'm having a reaction to the jungle noises and smells. And I'm like, really? I'm like, well, we can go somewhere else. And she goes, no, I want to stick it out. I want to get this, I want to get it out of my system. <laughs> she goes, but the, the bugs and the, you know, the whole thing just started wigging her out. I thought Bolivia was more mountainous. Was she in a jungle area in Bolivia? I don't know. Well, the noises reminded her of. Hmm. I mean, I guess it's adjacent. I, guess, I, don't, I don't know Bolivia. I just know that Bolivia is not in great shape. A very weird place. There's a coup every so many years. Yeah, they have they have national strikes like no dude. Once I was I had one of the weirdest political experiences I've ever had. I was traveling in Argentina, and I was there on business there for three weeks. I was there with the comp the company credit card, so I was eating like a king, staying in a pretty nice place, nice enough place at least. Um, and but I went out like I during the work day, I'm like I had an hour lunch, so I went out for an hour lunch and there was a parade. I'm like, cool, a parade. And um and I was watching the parade and there was and I don't know what the, but but the Casa Rosada, which is the White House, that's actually the pink house in, in Argentina, is the White House, was right there. So I was there, there was a parade in front of the Argentinian quote unquote White House, and and I looked and there were these people and they were wearing like communist regalia, but they were wearing native, native American mountain people get clothes, right, right. but then like, you know, the sickle and hammer on it and stuff like that. <laughs> and they were banging drums and they were doing this like drum banging dance. And, and, and it was like the freaking, it was like the freaking, one of the creatures from the Lion King was like, be prepared. <laughs> that was. There were the hyenas from the Lion King. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I'm in the middle of like a communist demonstration. And in fact, it was a group of, or an organized group of people from Bolivia coming to do pro-communist parades oh, in, Argenti in Argentina. And it was freaky. I was like, yeah, I don't like this. From not, Bolivia? Yeah. Because wow. Bolivia is adjacent to, I mean, that's like, I don't know, it's a 12-hour drive or whatever. No, I know, but I don't think, uh, how do Bolivians get there? There, it's a really, really poor country. Yeah, man. I don't, I, I think I wouldn't be surprised if they're, crazy socialist dictator guy sent them like i don't know but it was weird and there and there were some of them were wearing like scary masks like yeah. like i don't know what the theme of the parade was maybe it was like a halloween i don't know they were wearing scary masks and communist clothes and banging oh, drums and i'm like that's kind of terrifying it was super terrifying <laughs> yeah. so i'm not a fan having never been to bolivia uh, that's my impression of bolivia and i don't like it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fair yeah all right so you would go oh yeah all right so as a missionary, question for you, you leave on a mission. What's it like getting on the airplane, leaving to go out to Tennessee? It's like 
a mixture of emotions because I'm excited. I want to, like, start this new chapter in my life, but then it's also terrifying because I'm leaving everything behind. So it's, like, uh, I, I remember, like, the night before I left, like, I it was, like, it was kind of like a roller coaster. So I was going, like, up and down, like, every, like, couple minutes where I was, like, super, super happy and then, like, super, super sad. It was, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was nothing in between. <laughs> Had you left the house before your mission? Did you go away to school? Yeah, I went to I went to school, but yeah. it was just different. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, understandably so. Leave I, home for a tell year me, wh- and a half. Wh- why understandably so? Because, I mean, we're leaving for... A year and a half to like. But why is it different from school? Yeah, but you can come home at Thanksgiving and Christmas and. (laughs) Well, we only get to talk to our families once a week, so it was like. You only get to? Yeah. (laughs) What does that mean? Who's in charge of telling you when you get a call home? (laughs) So, uh, as like mission, or like as, yeah, we get called to like a mission. So I was called to the Tennessee National Mission or National Tennessee, whatever. And um, there's like a specific person that's like. Not not in charge, but kind of like guides missionary work in that area. Yeah. And so we call him like our mission president. I see. And and so he kind of like set, there's like, there's already like a set of rules. Okay. Like he gives us like additional guidance. And I don't really like to think of them as like rules, but more of like guidance to like help you stay focused on your purpose, which is to like help other people come closer to Jesus Christ. So what's kind of, what what are what are some of the strangest rules in the Nashville Tennessee mission? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh no, um, I don't know. We I weren't allowed any... to mountain bike. Really? That was okay. like one that like happened specifically like, mountain bike. Yeah, like we were missionaries. Oh, were one day we were allowed to mountain bike, and then we get this little memo. Back then, it was written in a letter <laughs> yeah. come to your funny. apartment. Did no you have more mountains mountain in bike. Texas? What? Did you have mountains in Texas? No. Well, we, we would call it hill biking. <laughs> there were hills. Hill, hill biking. Okay. We weren't allowed to eat lettuce or tomatoes in our mission. Oh, yeah, Bolivia. <laughs> Ironic. Uh, because a bunch of like foodborne like amoebas and stuff like that. There's like a ton of water in those things, and like they can take in some of the. What do you call it? Uh, Bacteria. Ba- parasites that are local to. But that that actually surprisingly difficult. Because you're like, I don't, no big deal. Don't don't buy lettuce and tomatoes. Yeah, I know. But like, what if, when a poor person prepares you a meal and there's lettuce and tomatoes in it, mm. it can make for some super awkward conversations. I've heard for someone uh, they weren't allowed ice. Oh, same. Yeah. You know, remission. Same. I've heard that. Yeah. So what's a weird one in Nashville? I think most of ours had to do with like social media because like our mission was like most of like what we did as missionaries was like focus on like using Facebook or Instagram to, like, reach out to people. Um, and so a lot of our rules w- was, like, centered around, like, that and, like, our phones and stuff like that. Um, so we weren't allowed to – really, we weren't allowed to listen to, like, popular music, I guess. Right. And so um, – Which would sound weird. It does sound – yeah, it's weird. It was yeah. weird coming home well, and, like – So listening. why does that matter? Why does it matter what you listen to? I mean, we – I we're trying to have, like – the spirit with us and so like you can't really have this like you know like we're doing like what do you mean the spirit with us yeah we're doing god's work and so we're trying to like um i guess listen to things that are uplifting yeah so like you know jesus we listen to a lot of worship songs um 
Christian music and all that. So that so you were allowed stuff other than just uh, hymns and Mormon Tabernacle Choir, <laughs> yeah. or what do they call it? What do they call that place? What do they call it now? Stop the Tabcats. The Tabcats. <laughs> the the uh, Tabby Cats. <laughs> the uh, uh, Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square. Tabcats. Yeah. <laughs> we were listening. To, we were allowed to listen to more than that. What's your favorite Tabcats song? <laughs> I didn't really listen to very much. I see. <laughs> yeah. They were allowed to listen to because they were Nashville. Evidently, they had like a, wa- a wide variety <laughs> a of wide things. Variety. You would not believe the amount of drunk people coming out of Tabcats concerts just falling <laughs> really? over the sidewalk. I, no, not really. I'm no, being honest. Like, no, wow. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> really? Yeah, Salt Lake has you for changed. A you have no idea what it's like there. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's funny. <laughs> they have this one street called South Temple. And <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Didn't you have like some, I, well, you said some rule you had like four eyes. What was that? The four eyes. Oh, rule. yeah. We had to have like, we had to like sit me because as missionaries we have like companions that is like with us like all the time yeah 24 7 and so when we were working on our phones we like they had to see our screen so like four four eyes so they had to see our screen and we had to see i see so four eyes on every screen all the time yeah (laughs) and our mission (laughs) we weren't supposed to call home uh until you were supposed to call home and i went and got in the shower and my i got out my companion was gone (laughs) What? And oh I, like I, I frantically got dressed and went and looked for him and found him in a phone cafe, like talking to his girlfriend. I'm like, come on, man. Oh, gosh. <laughs> he just left. He just left. <laughs> there was no warning. There were no warning signs. Just like, I was like, I'm doing this. <laughs> like, okay. Turns out he got a letter and she was kind of seeing somebody else. And that was all it took. Oh, no. For him to be freaked out. It's kind of funny. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> we disappeared. <laughs> all right. Uh,. Is that the only thing in Nashville's food is hot chicken? Well, I mean, there's other foods, but I mean, that's what yeah, Nashville's known for. Like, if you go southern to southern cuisine, like, man. Yeah. Why do you hate the South? I feel like you hate the Ooh, South. Ooh, did you have okra? Ugh. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Not a fan, but I had it boiled, not mm. fried. Okra is that's the, that's the little kind of almost looks like a tiny squash situation, right? That's what yeah. okra is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a cross between like a jalapeno pepper looking thing dried it's up jalapeno slimy. pepper looking thing it's so a, yeah. gross have you had one yeah i because I've, I've been to the south so i, I went and no not fried okra that doesn't count it doesn't no oh because you can eat anything fried <laughs> you yeah. really, you really can't eat anything fried yeah it's but true. you boil okra what does it taste like Whoa, slime <laughs> mm. it's so giant gross. gelatin slime it was so gross <laughs> yesterday not to go back to disneyland but we were eating i was had like a steak gumbo i think yeah like in the bread bowls yeah and i was eating it and i like got a spoonful and i was looking at it and i was like oh my gosh wait this is okra i got really disgusted you're upset i was like i wanted okra is gross (laughs) you're like i look you checked on the app like doesn't say anything about okra on this app i have an okra i have an okra allergy (laughs) yeah (laughs) some people have other peanut allergies i have an okra allergy okra allergy swell up like this from a man who eats vegetables for fun yeah not okra not okra okra's not good so uh i had a good question that i was gonna ask oh okay okay culturally so i had this opinion and i had a drift between believing it and not believing Mm. it over the course of my life my opinion was at first i used to think that america was one giant amalgam of like we're all americans we're all kind of the same Mm. right Mm -hmm. and then i traveled to different states and i realized that each state in the united states which used to be separate countries right yeah 
um, has kind of something about it that makes it sort of unique to that culture. Like the culture in this place is different than the culture in that place. Hmm. And I'm curious to know, like, what's at a party if someone starts exhibiting certain behaviors? What are you gonna are you gonna snicker to yourself and be like, "That's so Nashville"? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I mean, I feel like Nashville is just a big giant melting pot. Because no one that lives in Nashville now is from Nashville. Oh, are they all there to try and make their bones in, in music? or are they? Yeah, music or they're for school or okay. like they're for work. Like Taxes. Yeah. Or they're for tax relief. They have no... Uh, they have no Tennessee has no state income tax? No state income tax. Yeah. Come on. All right. There are a lot of people that move. <laughs> like I, ser- I only served in like two like major... like Yeah. S- well, not major cities, but like... S- Areas. Areas. Yeah. Um. So n- I was in Nashville and then another place called Clarksville. And Clarksville, like, people were moving there from Nashville and, like, just, like, from out of state because it's, like, far. it was, like, an hour drive from Clarksville to Nashville. So people would just commute. And so it was just, like, building, like, wow. slowly. Like, it was crazy. Like, <laughs> Clarksville is not, like, a super big city. Um, and the area that I was in, like, there were two f- fast food places that went up that were a pretty big deal that, like, in California, it would be kind of funny, but the two places were Panda and Chipotle. They didn't have them before. Ooh, yeah. So it was a big deal when we got one. Yeah. Like, we got a Chipotle. Yeah. We got it. We're on the map. There's yeah. this thing that went viral on the internet a few years back where uh, a lady from a local small town newspaper back east wrote uh, a restaurant review of the Olive Garden because the Olive Garden came to their small town and it was the biggest thing that happened in their small yeah. town in a long time. And she writes columns for the newspaper. So she wrote a restaurant review. And, it, and she just, just like, like you would any restaurant that you go to. But people it thought it was absurd that you would write a restaurant review about Olive Garden. I'm just in shock. And it was this someone. nice little lady wrote a nice little review. And it just got forwarded everywhere. And just people torched it like That's crazy. Cute. I just think all I can think of in the back of my mind, who's the guy that bought the franchise to go to some rural area with Olive Garden? I don't know. I don't know. Like that's the last place you have for areas. Like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna suck the last bit yeah. of that's Italian American uh, nostalgia out of this out of this party. Free breadsticks. <laughs> Free breadsticks. Yeah, but I guess to answer, I thought of something. Oh, so you know, Southern people are known for their slang. Okay. And if someone, if I was at a party and someone said, "Oh, bless his heart," usually it's like. It's kind of like a backhanded like Yeah, term. screw that guy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, bless his heart, and then say something, like, not very nice about it. <laughs> it's really funny. Okay. And also, y'all. Y'all. Well, not very many people from Nashville say it, but definitely. It's but does the rest southern. of Tennessee, they do? Yeah. She has How about Ewins? Do they say Ewins in, in Tennessee? I never heard it. Okay. Which one? Ewins. Ewins. Which is like you guys. Like How about you How about Ewins? Finna? Ewins get in the car and get down to the... I don't think I heard. I they never did that one in Texas. One. Finna, Finna. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a, fixin. Yeah, fixin. fixin to, okay, so fixin. Finna is a cross between fixin. It's fixin to. and gonna. Oh, I'm gonna and Finna, Finna, fixin. I thought gonna. it was fixing too, but fit fix it. Uh, either way, I'm fixing to go somewhere. Meaning, but works. but in Texas and these uh, some of the areas that I said Finna. That's funny. All right, what would you say the uh, uh, if you're at a party? And someone does something that would be like the ho ho ho. That's so Californian. <laughs> oh gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I can think of like three. Really? You guys, yeah. I, 
right away being inappropriately casually dressed. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like just that's since I was in high school. Like I was in high school. I associated with lots of. But fairly, you're a true Californian. Fairly rich kids. I was born and raised in San Diego. I oh. associated with some fairly rich kids, and there were whole fashion movements happening um, that in other places were a big deal that we just didn't even know about. Because we're like in California, like, yeah, I don't care. I'm wearing flip flops. It's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So that's one. The other oh, yeah, one is sure. uh, made fun of in the, that skit on SNL, which is like fixating on and talking about traffic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely an or, thing. or like for instance you're like oh i got to santa monica beach in 30 minutes 35 still, minutes and william's so upset about I'm it still he's saying like, no like, way don't lie to me don't lie yeah. to me i'm sitting by right here miles, it's possible <laughs> but by the reality well i'm t- it's i'm in california in 30 minutes probably 40 <laughs> <laughs> that's another interesting thing about california you can be late and traffic can be an excuse uh fair enough but it, you go to New York, like trafficking excuse, they're not going to sit. No, no, no. Yeah, man. We Why don't you take the subway? We all had it. We're all there. All right. What, what do you think would be one? a California thing? Yeah, the third one. Adultery. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I, don't, I don't really have a third one. I, I say numbers like that, and then I have to try and write. I think dude, by the way, is still a pretty California thing. Dude. dude. Really? I got called dude. out for the other day. Dude? Yeah. yeah. Called just... out in California? No. Huh. I was talking to someone um, back in Nashville, and Ooh. I was like, dude. And he was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? Dude. I guess I, I've been home for a week, and I guess I just slept out. It's already, it's already happening. Yeah. <laughs> My son, who's serving in Oklahoma, he uh, serving a mission in Oklahoma, he uh, oh. called home, and he says, hey, I, uh, like, I need a blanket. It's kind of cold. I'm like, yes. So I sent him, an, I sent him a California flag blanket. Oh, no. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> Nice. I was gonna send one to Francis too because I thought it was so cool, but then I'm like, well, she's a sister. I can't really. Yeah. I figured my third one. My third one is <laughs> everyone not only has like serious food restrictions, but a, yeah. uh, but a story oh. about them. Yeah. Like that's true. That's a California true. thing. I think 90% of the vegans live in California. Yeah. Rachel, my wife legit, when we have company over that like she legit asks. She legit asks, like, are there any food allergies? And what's your preferred kind of milk? <laughs> She's really? not even kidding. And she'll buy it and have, like, we have oat milk now. I'm like, what, what must we have in company? What is your <laughs> preferred kind of milk, Randy? My, my uh, whole. Do you know what we call really? that? Yeah. Cow's milk. Although I, I, I joke because I'm making fun of this, but I actually, I actually am lactose intolerant. So I, have to, <laughs> I drink lactate milk. But Ew. Yeah. We actually call it cow's milk. Come How on. dare I, you? How dare you ooh me, <laughs> vegan? How dare you? Mine's rice milk. Oh, is there lentil milk, I'm assuming? No, rice milk. <laughs> rice milk. Come on. What's your preferred milk? Oh, rice milk. I actually read, like, the, the Trump administration, when they were in, were considering uh, regulating advertising of the quote-unquote milks because they're like, I don't know if you're aware, but oats do not lactate. It's not milk. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's oat water. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Yeah. It really is oat water. Have yeah. you made this stuff? Yeah. It's literally you just soak it and then you blend it. And maybe really? you I add some take. My wife was really upset with this take. But uh, I like steamers. Like when you go to coffee shops, steamed milk with a little bit of flavoring and a whipped cream on top. Huh. Right. That's a steamer. They sell those. Um, they're very good. Um, but now I'm lactose intolerant. So I can't, I can't just get milk. So I tried it with soy. And... Soy milk, which is, I don't generally like soy milk 
but soy milk steamers I kind of like because when you warm it up, it's because that's a bean, right? And it's yeah. like a so it's kind of like a bean drink. It gets a little bit more oaky, like with the with the warming. And you know, you put a little hazelnut in there and put yeah. Rachel was not having it. She's like, ooh, gross. No, no, no. <laughs> but I like it. So that's what I get when I go to the uh coffee shops. What's your preferred milk. What's your preferred <laughs> milk? Rice milk. <laughs> is it really? Okay, yeah. is it Rice Dream? What's your what's your preferred brand of rice milk? I don't know. It I is Rice Dream. It the, yeah, Rice Dream. Whatever my parents. That's what we have. What's, what's your our... your preferred milk? Is, is rice Dream. Rice. You can't cook with that though, right? I haven't tried you cooking can. with no. the See, with I, the, uh, that's the non-lactate. Thing. I like if we're talking like cereal milk, rice milk. But okay. if we're talking like cooking milk, like probably two percent. Two percent. Yeah. Yeah. Cow's milk. Cow's, Cow's milk. milk. <laughs> my wife the other day we had all these people coming over and so she you know preferred milk must have been brought up somehow and she's like okay this is what you got to get at the uh you know get one gallon or one thing of rice milk and uh, also get a half gallon of cow's milk very nice not regular milk cow's milk so i have an announcement yes i'm I, i'm i've launched my second attempt at a midlife crisis. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> My first attempt was short-lived, and it was glorious, but it went out like a blaze of glory. Now, you might be thinking, are we circling back to adultery? No, I am not. I'm not <laughs> this is not an adultery <laughs> confession. Um, but, uh, you can't but say I, that word. She's still been a missionary in only a week and a half. <laughs> what? She, she can say thou shalt not anytime she wants. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It was, uh, so I have, I purchased a car. Friends, you may have known, because I've been talking about it for some time, that I gave up my car early in COVID, and I've been sharing, sharing a car slash electric skateboard slash feet with, uh, with my sons for the last, I don't know, two years. And I'm like, I got to start going to work, right? So suddenly I'm like, I can't ride an electric skateboard all the way to Santa Monica. So, <laughs> so I got a car, and I shot for a long time, and I sweated over it, and I finally decided to get something fun. Ooh. Which I found, and uh, so I got an old convertible Lexus, like a two. Hey, like, and it is sporty looking, awesome. and it is super duper fun. I, got, I have to say, the <laughs> the midlife crisis is well in hand. <laughs> it's going great, it and looks uh, great too. Part of the reason uh, that I was excited to get it one was to have it. Those two was to impress my wife, because like once I <laughs> once when I wrecked my last midlife crisis as a penance, I'm like, I guess I need to get something sensible. So I got a I got a Prius. And so I drove a Prius and she like did not respect me. <laughs> you like, bought yeah. two cars that actually went and I'm like, how does Randy drive those cars? The Prius was one and the, yeah. o- the other one was the one that I couldn't, I couldn't, I can't even say it on there. I can't even believe that you're saying that. That's, that's, a, that's an, that is an engineering masterpiece. Anyway, so I, <laughs> Wait, um, I so a Volt, a Chevy Volt. It's an electric car. I call it the Obama car. Yeah. Mm. It's a, it's a, it's an engineering marvel. No, it wasn't. Oh, yeah. If it was an engineering marvel, it'd still be around. They canceled it in like four years. No, American car companies who don't know how to do stuff canceled it. But that's an, that's an amazing car. I'm standing by that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but, but also did not get me any props from the lady. She did not like that car. Yeah. So I got something. So, so I'm getting mad props from Rachel. She's nice. like, she's she's like dating I you drove again. it. It's fun. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's fun. Did she say, dude, it's fun? Dude, it's fun. Fun. It is fun. So it's a convertible, and so uh, we're doing top down time. So I'm showing up at work with with, with, with my hair messed up. 
You, know, you think I'm circling back to adultery? No. <laughs> yes, you top down stuff. I didn't, I didn't say topless. I said top down. We well, were talking about your wife. It's top good, down stuff. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's a convertible. This, is, this you can get arrested even in California. I for told that. you she respects me for it. <laughs> when she respects me, she respects me. Yeah, this is, did All right, not go so where I it's a it convertible, would. and it's great, and I'm having a great time. So that's happening. Uh, William still hasn't really had any time with the car because, uh, you know, he's been to Disneyland and everywhere else. But I've been driving it <laughs> around going. So someone You were about to come to my house. I was like, hey, where are you? And I was like, halfway there. And I'm like, well, well crap. Work. I'm like, you turn. Great turn radius. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I think something's broken on the car, it just it turns out I don't know how to use it. So, um, so, so far, everything works, which is great. Oh, every, almost everything. There's a thing that there's a, a buzzy speaker that I have to replace. But because the car is old, I have a cassette player. <laughs> really? Do you yeah, really? It has a cassette player. Wow. And it works. I found an old cassette and I played it. I'm like, it works. Your kids. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, you know what would be funny? You know just it give is. it to your kids and ask them, do you, what do you do with this? But it also has a six CD changer, so. <laughs> six. I mean, yeah, I can listen to pretty much hours of music nonstop. <laughs> what? CDs are the format of the future. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Wait, this is going to sound super... Miss Generation, what is that? A CD? No, I know what a CD is, but whatever. A six, six CD player? Yeah. So it, it's like a, it's like a you put six different CDs in and it Whoa. stacks them, really? and you can just you can just change CDs. You're gonna be like CD one, which is which is oh, wait, like Ariana that. Grande, right? And CD two, which is um you know <coughs> what would it be? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of Harry like, Connick Jr. Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> Harry Connick Jr. Christmas, which is. Weirdly in the car. Part. The weird thing about the six CD changer is the stuff that stays there forever. In fact, I haven't even checked to see if there's CDs in there. I bet there's CDs in there. I bet still. I there's there. CDs. <laughs> Don't you think? Uh, yeah, you just forget about them. And because it's an old Lexus convertible, it's probably classical music. Do you remember when those CD cats. changers oh. came out? I'm like, <laughs> you could get 10. Like, whoa, that was the upgrade. No, dude, it was like, I got to get a CD, six CD changer because I need to be able to play whatever music I want. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, I do remember them. I'm yeah. Not I'm not that young. You're not that young. No. So my son's uh, red car also has a 6CD changer. And he, when he realized that we were not going to upgrade his car, he was, <laughs> he was like, all right, then I'm going to fix this. And he's now polishes the car. He keeps it spotless. So already the car is like 50% cooler than it was. And then he's like, <laughs> he went and made six CDs. And he keeps them in the car and he plays... CD music all really? the time. Yeah. How do you make that's six awesome. CDs? So we have, have an old lap, we have an old laptop that's like 10 years old that I've kept going. He's like, does that have a CD burner on? I'm like, I think it does. And you can go to you can go to Walmart and you can still buy CDs. Really? And he and he he downloaded and made a bunch of CDs. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm in shock. <laughs> no, it's shocking. You know, that same thing is called Spotify. <laughs> exactly. And he actually does have an aux cord in that car, surprisingly and funnily. A what? Ox, Ox cord. You can oh, plug your phone in, yeah. but um, but it's a really loose connection. So I, every time I plug it in, it like disconnects and falls to the floor. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm listening to Ariana Grande CD. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's, I keep saying Ariana Grande. It's not Ariana Grande. Who's the new one? The Disney Channel girl who's everywhere all the time. Uh, the one that I keep telling you you should listen to because it's catchy as crap. Because it's the I breakup album. Oh, Olivia Rodrigo. Olivia Rodrigo. So Max has an Olivia Rodrigo that? album. Because she's everywhere. It's huge. Yeah. <laughs> huge. She just filled the stadium. Like, really? huge. Yeah. I didn't know she was that big. Huge. See, I only know her. Okay. Me and my roommates, we 
one day we were sitting there and we were like, we should watch the High School Musical, the musical series. And yes. so we did. She's in it. Yes, she is. We made and, fun of it and the season one, time, by the way. Season one, I, I thought season one was great. Season two, meh. I didn't watch season two, nah. just season one. <laughs> you don't need it. Season <laughs> okay. one was great. What's the weirdest thing about being in Disneyland as a recently returned missionary? Um, Did you look at everybody and like, the world's going to hell? We're all no. <laughs> no. Um, three, he, Randy has put up a, the, the number three. That means that we're third place in the ratings. <laughs> third place in the ratings. We got to do something bombastic. I'm saying adultery again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, I, I think it was just like being there and not having to talk to everyone. <laughs> it's not required of you. Yes, as a missionary, <laughs> you're required to talk to everyone. And so it was funny just like sitting there and being like, that. oh, I don't have to talk to you. Can you imagine oh. being in Disneyland? Like, I, I got to talk to everyone. Ah! Explosion. <laughs> we picked up our son. Uh, he was used to being with his companion all the times. And, uh, <laughs> and we went to the Cheesecake Factory. And he's like, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm like, cool. And he like stands up and he kind of like waits. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> off you go. He's like, Oh, right. right. I don't have to, <laughs> yeah. No one has to go to the bathroom. He just go by himself. It was really funny to see him standing there just kind of being like, uh. We came out of the church on the night she came home. And like, so when you get home, right, you had to go to first place you have to go to. Steak president. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In and out burger. Oh, yeah. You report, steak president. You report back. Yeah, because you're still technically a missionary. Until you're released. Yeah, so they, you have to Which be I think officially it's funny released. They use the same word for like. A caged animal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, we released this wild beaver back into its home environment. <laughs> and, uh, now we release this missionary into the world. Like, oh, he's flapping a wings. They, like, soar away. <laughs> so it's kind of a surreal experience, right? So yeah. we're leaving, and we're talking about this, the weird nature of it and everything. And she goes, she's standing outside the car. We're like, what are you doing? It's like, oh, I'm going to back you out. What was that about? <laughs> it was out of habit. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that I didn't need to. But I felt like I should. Because uh, for the past year and a half, I had to stand outside, so behind the car. The missionaries, some missionaries out. have cars that are provided by the church. Yeah. And the church got tired of 19-year-olds wrecking their cars. Yeah. And so they have missionaries, whenever they're backing out in the parking lot, they have one of the missionaries stand there and make sure that they're safely backing out and not crashing the car. Yeah. Do they give you lessons on how to do this? <laughs> that, I, they should, but no, they don't. They, they just say back them up. Yeah, they're, they're they're just going straight on common sense. I think their instinct is what to if not a guy from California is you know does the finger roll to keep going you know and the guy from I don't know Tennessee or let's call it Kentucky oh. right he's got to do the two handed roll. So what if you get your hand signals you mixed up from the state, different culture? Every state is like a different culture. Right, right, right. So yeah. like maybe you know somebody came up from I don't know you know South America I, and there's a <laughs> hand. The hand up with your hand palm forward, you know, that's stop in most places. But to them, it's like, you just keep going, you like know. High five. Good job. I just, yeah. <laughs> I have a nephew who totaled the car. In fact, his, really? his family are listeners of the show. I have a nephew who told, I think, I know he totaled one, but I think he might have totaled two cars on, on, his, on, mission? on his mission. No way. Yeah. And his mission was near. It was close. It might have been Ventura. Really? No. No, it was Arcadia. Um, was, that, was that my Pasadena? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a Ar- tiny mission. He was in the Arcadia mission, total two, total two cars. How do you total? I guess if you're in California, that's like different. You but that's not even, that doesn't count the cars that he told before his mission, which his oh. family is now laughing about. So yeah, he, he's had a good run with cars. He's alive <laughs> though. And that's he's good. Providing for a lovely young family. 
<laughs> is this the one that makes sourdough? It's not. It's actually the one that I, I threatened multiple times to connect with you. He's uh, he's in commercial real estate in Arizona. Oh. oh. Yeah. He's doing well. Sounds like a real threat. Yeah. No, he's, he's coming for you. Or he's just waiting for us to fall into the ocean. One of the two. That's not going to happen, people. <laughs> it's not going to happen. We just had that conversation this morning. Like people like when you're getting out of college and you're like, oh, I don't want to go to California because there's no way I'll ever be able to afford that. I'm going to tell you people, when I got out of college, I didn't think I'd ever be able to afford California, but now I can. Why? Because strangely, I got good at what I do and I made enough money to be able to do it. No, it's you possible. can afford it. You, you, If you come here when you're single, you get roommates and then you work really hard and you get promoted and then you get paid enough to live here. That's how it goes. But if you, where, here's where, here's where I politely disagree with you though, William. Like, when you come here and you already have a young family and you're a sole provider, that's difficult. That's like, what I did. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's how different did, though. What did you do for the first year? How did you how did you make rent your first year? The first year I well, we lived with Belinda's grandfather for And scene. So that's how you do it. No, you for with, three months. With, three you live, months. You live with family until you can afford it. And then we had an apartment. And then after your apartment, we bought a house. Yeah. And we lost the house. Yeah. And we rented. Yeah. And we bought a house. It fell into the ocean for those of you cute score. <laughs> well, they finally no, finished. No, it's hard. So I, I had I had a family that, that dissuaded me from coming to LA and um and for good reason, because you know that it's hard for young families to make it here. Um but I uh I regret not coming sooner. What does that mean? Is it any more hard? It was gotta yes. be just as hard if you're in Nashville. Well, it's not. No, you're wrong. Gas is six bucks here. That's one. That's you're a driving lot. Driving an electric car. No, no, no. Uh, here's here's, here's what I will say, though, William. This is actually good news about L.A. Um, in the Bay Area, like in L.A., there are a lot of things that are quite similar to the rest of the world. So like Walmart is quite similar. It's still kind of cheap in L.A. But in, in NorCal, like regular stuff like Costco and Walmart, like there's no, none, there's no relief in NorCal. I don't know what the deal is in the Bay Area. The Bay Area is like it's like they do it on purpose almost. It's like, no, no, no. How can we hurt you a little bit more? Like all the time at every turn. When we moved to LA, we felt we we felt like our cost went down like thirty percent, and really? our, and our rent did go down thirty percent. By the way, coming from the Bay Area to LA, but then but then there's like Costco's all over town, and then and there's like fast casual food all over town. Like all these things that were hammering us in the Bay Area are cheaper here. So LA is better than some places, but um, but we it's live, not. We lived in the Bay Area for a short time. That's where Frances was born. Nice, well done. Is that why she's so Thank bougie? You. <laughs> I only was there for a week. And then we moved to Utah. Yeah. So there you go. You're just like, screw this. I got a family. I got to go back to Utah. <laughs> going to school. That's what they all say. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Friends, this has been another scintillating episode of the Waystation Podcast with only our second, our third guest in the history of the podcast. Oh, wow. I feel honored. Francis Jane Everett. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, I hope that you found this to be your source for life hacks, social commentary, and amazing stories. I'm your host, Randy. I'm William. Have a good day. <laughs>